0: I am Jermaine Morris, here with one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. Coming to you live with the Say Something Podcast. This is the podcast where we address things going on out here in the community, out here in these streets. Things happening in the world at large stuff that we feel the need to say something about and that we feel that that everybody should be saying something about. Like I said, I'm Jermaine, always bringing to real life without the sweeteners. Mr. Unapologetic
1: himself, <laughs> Barry Axius, how you doing today? Man, I'm blessed, man. You know, made it through the Boyce Watkins thing and... uh. On to the next.
0: Yeah, Boyce Doctor Boyce Watkins, the people uh, scholar, just out here in Sacramento. Killed talking, it! Talking to the people about business, finance, economics. I was there as well. Financial love making. It was going down, man. It was a great event. I was personally uh, honored, privileged, and pleasure to have been there and and heard the words from the good doctor. You know, we talk about say something, stuff that we need to to say something about and and that's what we bring it to you this week. And some of the stuff that's going on out here that I think that we need to, to say something about that I personally think is real. And, uh, what's
1: love got to do with it, man. <laughs> what well, love got a lot to do with a lot of things. And I definitely know when Dr. Boyce Watkins was here, shout out to everybody that was out there and, um, made their way. He has a book that talks about financial lovemaking. It's actually called, I want to believe it's called that. And, um, love man it's a, a very touchy touchy subject love especially in the black community
0: yeah because I think that that is the the base the foundation for so many things that that spiral off of it you know love that starts in the home and not 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 just romantic love just you know when people think love they think Valentine's day and all that you know the cuffing season is coming up uh <laughs>
1: um, winter time <laughs> is a round like right now everybody's still on a loose now and a few uh, months brothers will get shacked up women will get shacked up and here we go again the uh, stretch
0: i've always said that the official cuffing season your your rubicon is halloween really? like really yeah that that's your point of no return because if you if you can get somebody linked up by halloween yeah. october 31st that's gonna get you that second plate brought over on thanksgiving okay uh you can skate through christmas without a gift because it's only it's only you know, eight weeks, seven weeks, you ain't maybe just a trinket. Uh, ladies, you got you a date for New Year's Eve that's gonna get you a present for Valentine's
1: Day, and that's gonna send you into spring. Well, you know what? The beautiful thing about my life for anybody that's listening, I don't celebrate none of that shit. Yeah, I'm talking about them folks. I wow, guess, I don't either. I, I don't either. I don't so. celebrate, and that's not because, um, Jehovah Witness or nothing like that. I just don't fall into the pagan European made holidays, but in the same sense, I remember those days and those moments you had, uh, um, it's funny that you break it um, in that time frame because if you really think about it, I mean, that is true. I mean, you run around here. You, you're free as a, uh, as, as a bird. And then around the wintertime, you're like a bear and you're ready to hibernate. Go in there with your cup and, uh, and your cubs and just kind of chill out and max and relax. And then at the same time, now you're thinking about, dang, there's a holiday, holiday, holiday uh, yeah. in every month, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, back me, to back, back. Back to back. To back.
1: Man, you talking about. Paper, paper, paper being spent. But I feel it like when you're in a relationship, I think that everybody should be celebrated in a relationship out of love, not for the fact of presence because it falls on that holiday. That's just me.
0: I personally agree with you. And like I said, those holidays aren't, aren't ones that I personally subscribe to. But I do know a, a bulk of folks out there do. And that's why I always, you know, when I talk to folks and they start talking about that cuffing season, I tell them, don't cuff up
1: too early. You, you you cuff up too early. What, you talking about cuffing up too early because they might have uh, not picked that, that good uh, uh, cuddle buddy?
0: Uh, you're going to get hit on the economic side of the game. You you cuff too early, you're going to be breaking a little bread at Christmas. <sighs> you're going to be doing those little things on the timeline. Because you yeah, remember, too, the cuffing season is not, quote, unquote, your significant other. The, the, the cuffing season is really just your settle
1: down months. Like but we, it could be your significant other. I mean, a lot they, of brothers uncuffed up, and next thing you know, cuddled up, and next thing you know, married up. So let's uh, not. It, it do happen. It happens.
0: But I, I mean, that's. I mean, shoot, there's a whole lot of Netflix and Chill babies out there too. But I, I mean, God, just, is, that's
1: the new <laughs> Horizon babies, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, so it it's it does happen. But I'm talking if you go in it. See, we have a luxury, and, and I know you can hear this anywhere, but we're in California, and so our winters aren't like some folks' winters. Yeah. Like, our winters, it'll be December, and you can still come outside with a light jacket. No doubt. You know,
1: so... And I, and I, and I ain't going to sit there and say, I love these kind of winters. I don't want to deal with the... When I used to live back home in the East Coast, I don't... that That's a harsh winter, man.
0: Yeah, so that's where the, the cupping season... It, the cupping season is not a California West Coast thing that started. You know, with us, we still you can still be out in the club in December. <laughs> Whereas, once you get back East, you got about mm, October. Yes, sir. When the weather changes, like I said, by when you time you hit Halloween,
1: that's a wrap. That's the last time you out. Because right now, <laughs> when you all listen to this, it is sunny as hell in the day that we're at today. Sunny as hell, shorts on, slippers on. Straight I got
0: shorts up. on. We both got t-shirts on, no jacket. No doubt. So we, we, we're a little <laughs> bit different. But we're talking about love. You know, the cup of season is real, too. Uh, talking about how, where have we become now? What significance do we place on love? Like... You know, the old days in being a kid, they tell you to grow up, get a job, find a good man slash woman, you know, get married, have babies, have a family, a life, whatever. How
1: much of that is even promoted anymore? Love. Love. <laughs> love. It all depends on how you stretch it. I mean, and what kind of community are we in talking about love? Because if we want to talk about the black community, yeah. you know, the love thing, I don't even think that's a conversation conversation. That even happens nowadays I don't even really necessarily think that people um, Focus on love as much as they should yeah. I, I think that we have a very uh, It's a thin line between love and lust okay. You have a lot of people that do more lusting than loving I think that lust has actually replaced love Where a lot of us be thinking that we loving somebody But really lusting for
0: somebody I agree with you completely And I think that when you couple that with this uh Independent woman, I don't need a man, craze, slash, um, these hoes ain't loyal, on top of just lusting after each other. There's no real foundation for love. You know, you if you got women who are going to the mentality of, I don't need a man for anything. You got men going to the mentality of either women are nothing but for me to exploit, or they don't have any real value. Yeah. And then you're just lusting for one another yeah. because she looked good in them jeans or, or he looked like he, he's taking advantage of his 24-hour membership. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's going to make it real hard to have a real foundation, and, especially when you start having kids.
1: And then to think about it, it's even worse now because you think that this stuff would play out. Mm-hmm. But you find yourself really realizing that, dude, all across the board from age, gender, gender race it doesn't matter (laughs) it's like everybody is having these issues like i thought when i got older love and and being with a significant other would be a lot easier but to be honest with you was like more harder because you're so caught up in doing the things that you're supposed to be doing yeah like building whatever foundation you're building and if you don't have that person that's connected with you and building that foundation i don't think anybody has time to waste time so you play your cards like is that the person that's going to be the one that I could see with me every day? Yeah. And then you have a lot of people that bring in baggage. So a lot of people aren't leaving their baggage at the uh, baggage claim at the airport. They're bringing that baggage with them.
0: I think that that's huge. And I think that we don't speak to about each other enough. Like, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, as in, like, the philosophy of, like, with men. And a lot of us, we do it even if we've never attached, like, a, a, a phrase to it. But I think with men, in most cases, the first 30 years you learn, the second 30 years you earn. So, a lot of times, dudes in our late teens, 20s, we just kind of out there. we trying to figure out what we like, what we into, what's going on, whatever. But when you hit 30, you're like, I got to get my money right. Like, if you turn 30 years old and your paper ain't straight, that becomes the focus. The focus, for sure. So, if you get with a woman after you're 30, if she hasn't been put up on that game, like, if she don't know you know he's building with you yeah if he you know 32 33 34 you looking for the wild carefree 25 year old dude he's gone yeah you know so yeah. if, if you meet him at 34 35 he on the grind yeah because being broke at 40 should be terrifying for a man <laughs> so it
1: oh yeah 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 i that see and i and i feel like in the moments where i've been in And a lot of different relationships that I've had, um, not many, but I feel like they're all relationships regardless if you're boyfriend and girlfriend. I think that I have been on my grind for so long that even with a person that says they believe or even if a person thinks that they can handle it, they really can't handle it. Because one, you don't know when it's going to actually come to a point where you're feeling confident, the, the money's coming in. Um, you know, the the bills are getting paid on time and you have some extra dough to kind of do some things, right? You splurge a little bit, take a vacation. And we're not talking about just a vacation down in San Francisco, like a real real vacation, passports passports maybe included, just maybe, or or if you're not doing the passport joint, you're at least doing three States. Right. So in that sense, I feel like those moments, a lot of times the women, unfortunately, this is, this is not all the time. But a lot of times the women have already focused on juggling having a little bit of a wild side but at the same time taking care of the business where a lot of the men we 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 kind of wild side wild side not worried about the business because we're having bailouts by other women and particularly running with our friends and thinking that any kind of scheme our friends come up with might be that scheme to get us rich (laughs) in one week or something like that once we come back into our reality like you know shit has got real we're trying to get our stuff together where you'll meet certain women that have their stuff together and if this not flowing and the focus of what you guys are doing together yeah, is exactly. joint then it becomes this other type of thing because i've had situations where i've had a move and different career choices yeah. where the woman was in her career navigating we struck it was like we struggled together because we were both on the same playing field right okay. then all of a sudden she kind of navigated because like when you're going to get your degree and you have a career idea, the blueprint is easy. It's like, okay, four years or five years, right? Masters, another two or three, bam. As long as you follow the procedures, you could. Yeah. Entrepreneurship, that's a whole different level. No nine to five, Ooh, wake up to go one, to bed. <laughs> One day you could be on top of the world, the next day, the day after that, and the day after after that, you could be in shit's Creek. So when you have that, some women aren't Willing to stay or participate in that movement.
0: Well, I think something that we that, that I think that's very important and something that I think that we need to say something about when it comes to raising these kids and, say something, the, say and something, the environment say something. that we're in is that I always refer to it as the end game. And so I think something that needs to be stressed is that a man's end game and a woman's end game are not the same. And what I mean is the same is at the same time period. So you find women who are in who turn twenty-eight. And they're like, I've been on my job, already got my degree. I've already, quote unquote, got my shit together. Whereas the man who's 34, 35 is still trying to work his stuff out. The difference is, is because a woman's end game is 30. Like, and when I mean by end game, I mean out the game. Like, got a dude building a family, building a home. A lot of women's goal is by 30. Whereas a man, it's 40. Because realistically, a dude can be 36, 37, 38. Now his paper is cool. So he goes and gets him a 26-year-old that's a little bit well, 37 36 37 38 with a 26 27 28 is very common
1: no it's very common but so, it's just like
0: ugh. but why i say the end game factor is is that because if he wants to have kids and have a family there's no shot clock running out on us so we can be <laughs> so we can be 38
1: get clocks our, running on you babe <laughs> yeah so we can be
0: 37 38 get our paper square Now get into a serious relationship with a woman that's 28, 29, 30. Whereas if a woman wants to have a family and stuff together, she can't wait till she's 37, 38, 39. Mm -hmm. So she's now 30 looking for that degree of responsibility and accountability out of a dude who just may not be there yet. Yes. So if you get with the man, if you 29, yeah, you got your degree and maybe you got your own home or whatever. And he's 35, still trying to work his stuff out. You got to understand what you signed up for, that the the race is not the same. The pace is not the same. So you got to be more so on, not so much what I got, but how can we come together to get to where we both want to be? Yeah. And, and I don't see that happening so much. It it gets too much of one-to-one. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it, it, it's not the same race, and so I think that we need to get back on the idea because if love is the foundation of creating something together, mm-hmm. we don't hold up who's got a degree and who doesn't. We don't. We don't well, compare we,
1: pockets. Well, we shouldn't. We, we yeah. shouldn't. I'm but saying society, if, I'm saying if love is the base, true. But society has created. Like I've heard a lot of sisters tell me, "Good dick can't pay the bills," yeah. and we go to that vice versa. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Can't pay the bills either, yeah. right? So, same time, I think nobody wants to be with a person that's not being able to hold the end of the bargain. Yeah. And with me, I look at it on a level of, like, I don't care if you have a degree. I don't give a damn about exactly. none of that stuff. What I do care about is that you're bringing some kind of income. You support what I'm doing as I can support you. And then if we get together and we can build something we can be entrepreneurs together, yeah. not just sitting there clocking in, clocking out. I do believe that in a, in a sense of kind of trying to make sure that we're living the dream that we want to live, that somebody has a secure set income until yeah. Whatever we're building can stay concrete. Yeah. i rather m- me, myself, be the one that's out there pushing what we're trying to make concrete. But at the same time, if the woman has something that is so to the point where, okay, this is what it is. I got the the winning plan. The winning team yeah. is going to be right she here. She came up with the blueprint. You know, the work, blueprint yeah. is right. Let You might need to go fall back. I'll fall back. But love, dog, it, 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 I don't think that we're as genuine with love as we should be just for the simple fact that there's so much access to everything else. Yeah. You know, before what you said, it was really simple. It was like, damn, find a person with a degree, find a person with a good, stable job, yeah. good income. I'm, I'm out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As long as I could kiss them and sleep with them, you know, no, no, form, no, no harm, no foul. Right now, bruh. I can just chime in on Facebook or on Instagram or or Twitter or whatever. And I have a whole, I got more access to so many different things that I think the love idea in general is still an idea that we should still run and carry on. But the access to so many different things that we are not used to seeing, I think enables us to sometimes fall in line like we should.
0: OK, I agree with you. And so I guess saying something on, on the question of how much now granted social media and all that stuff has given what used to be elite access to everybody. So it used to be once upon a time you had to have been somebody. Yeah. Maybe you was an athlete, had a little bit of paper, nice card, prestige in your community to get as much access to members of the opposite sex that now sliding into DMs and all that stuff gives you now. You know, yeah. now the 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 internet in your phone is giving you access to people in other states, other cities. You got all these sites that will tell you how many broads or how many dudes are ten miles or five miles from your house that's looking to let you know what that mouth dude though. So now that access that used to be for an elite small group of people, everybody's got access to.
1: And you go ahead, bro. I'll just, I'll just go ahead.
0: So what was it? What is it going to take? I guess to get
1: people past what you could do. For what you should do. Well, here's my thing. Some of these women gotta stop sh- showing all of their beauty on these these pictures, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, Facebook, whatever. It's like come on now. You know, and then you get mad at the thirsty Negro who's the thirsty a DM Negro that's all up in your your your, your inbox, you know, telling you whatever you want him the you wanted to hear or anything out of the ordinary but then you're sitting there saying oh why do these guys get so thirsty why are you putting these pictures out there so that's one thing so i mean it always keeps the mind because the mind used to be able to let's imagine yeah now that same girl that you imagined you just saw her just kind of just walking through the mall one day now you can actually find that girl online yeah and imagine so much more with all the pictures that you find and that is nobody's fault that's nobody's fault so it's not yeah this is not
0: a blame game it's not a blame game this is just a a what is I
1: just do think that sometimes I feel like in a sense of what you want to approach you don't get upset at brothers coming at you when you're showing us like hey that you may be approachable right like I don't want my woman or my wife to be sending out certain pictures yeah like there's girls that I've dated you know, I just kind of, you know, we just date, and I just kind of watch how they move and they groove, and it's like, you're starving for attention. Yeah. You're looking for whatever male attention and will they, come your way. You're doing, you're doing certain pictures, and it's different when a man puts up a picture than a woman puts up a picture. Big difference. Bottom line, right? Big we difference. put pictures up all day. It could be our nice smiling face or our suits. What is it? Whoa, a woman goes, oh, you're just looking so handsome. <laughs> this yeah. is like kids play, right? Yeah. When a woman... It's like, you know, on sink, uh, not only that, booze <laughs> on the sink, it could be the smallest ones, the pictures, you know, those little, those little looks that they give and yeah. their hair looking right, their lips all gloss. Come on, man. Like, what are you asking and who are you trying to get in your inbox? Who are you trying to get in your DM? One thing I can say definitely that creates this love and lust is there's no trust. There's no trust between men and women. That's what creates this thing where we're looking and having a conversation of this is is love even a factor anymore.
0: Okay, so if if trust is gone and it's kind of like I trust them as far as I can see them, I trust her as far as the length of my arm, like it's, it's that bare minimum trust. So that would explain how we are where we are in the sense of how the idea of monogamous relationships sounds like translating German to Japanese. And the idea of people, what used to be uh, the norm or even the the the, the goal, is now a fairy tale. You know, fall in love, two people being committed to each other, riding it out through the storm and the good and the bad, and it just being them. And then you, you ask people on the street, they're like, that don't happen. You know, not unless you're under 50. If you're over 50, <laughs> you know, there's there's nobody, you know, under 50 who's who's about that type of about that type of life. But what are the effects, in your opinion, you know, we say something on how that has trickled down to the rest of the community? Because if you got that degree of distrust and that lack of connection and superficial reasons why you're together, she looked hot when you saw the booty on the sink pose or he had a shirt off and some tats <laughs> leaning on the car. That's what brought you all together. Man. He had some slick lines in the DM and Man. then you let him know what that mouth do. Man. And now all of a sudden y'all got babies. Yeah. Like, how does that trickle down into the rest of the community? Like you didn't start on a strong foundation so what does that look like? What is foundation then? Like, y'all just got with each other because you was cute. It was October when you met. It went into the cuffing season. It was too cold to go out. So you was
1: Netflix and chilling. Yeah. Now summertime, 2017, you got a baby coming. I, did, I just think it's that what's we look at the foundation. What is the foundation and what has it been set on? And then at the same time, how are we um, looking at each other? right? How are we yeah. looking at each other? Are we looking at each other as a come up? Yeah. Right. Are we looking at each other as a safe haven? Right. Are we looking at each other as a cheap thrill or just the the, the Negro of the week, the Negro of the month? Like, how do we look at each other like yeah. right? this cat can go ahead and, and um, rock my world? I mean, or am I just in it for sex? What are we looking at it? at? Because when we look at it on a scale of what's going on in our community, yeah. the lack of love has created so much c- confusion and has dismantled our community. Because yeah. when you have no love, you have no trust, We have no trust, you have nobody building, and then you have babies making babies and the cycle continues, right?
0: Because right. we have a, a foundation now. Baby mama, baby daddy is a... Is, it's a, a
1: foundation. A we're, kid... Listen, we're not, Rick, but, 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 a kid sat there, a young kid in one of my classes sat there and said that to their mom. And I'm like, how did they learn that? This, like a young kid said... Oh, that's not your baby daddy.
0: Yeah, but Come I mean on, but now baby mama and baby daddy is a is a relationship status. <laughs> like, I mean that's where we're at now. Like, is that your boyfriend? Is that your man? Is is that your husband? Now nah, it's my baby daddy. What does that even mean? I hey mean, I, I can't not. Well I can't, no, but I, I mean but like what I does say, that even framework to kind of?
1: That's what it is. It's a norm.
0: Like like it's so common to where there's no attachment outside of we procreated together. Is I that, guess is, is I get
1: but I guess it's better to say that's my baby daddy than not being able to point that there's no baby daddy or there's no baby mama because I mean, it could be that bad.
0: Yeah, that's, that's real. I mean, bad. I'm just saying nah, it could no.
1: be like at least the, the mother effers are able to point at each other like, yeah, 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 you know, that's my baby daddy. That's my baby mama, whatever. Yeah, so I mean, so we
0: look at now within the, the community. So when there's that lack of a solid frame, like it, it, it's not – let's remove kids for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at just a grown man and a grown woman. You're dealing with each other, but you don't really trust each other. You you dealing with each other because you know you get just irritated enough, but then somebody comes and, and comes to the bedroom and wreck shop, and then that buys you another three, four weeks to stay together. Or you can't afford to break up. There's a whole lot of people right now <laughs> that if they could swing the other half of the rent, they break up today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like if I could pick up this lease tomorrow, you'd be gone. Man. But I can't afford to leave you. So it, when that is the situation like we I mean we we see what our community looks like. Yeah. You know that that complete disconnect, that not pulling for each other, mm-hmm. not believing in each other, not rooting for each other, supporting mm-hmm. each other, helping each other win. It's, we don't even like the mother up in the house with us, let alone the community as a whole that we that we're trying to come together and build with. So we talk
1: about, you know, saying something to that. What's it going to take to to shift that? I don't I, I really don't know like cuz it's so deep rooted and it's so deep rooted into more of a frame that we're um I don't think in this particular podcast we don't want to get into deep with as far as you know the the things that have happened yeah. and historically yeah. I look at it like that I mean the distrust has come like you know during slavery I think that it's the divide has started right then and there when you know you have master taking care of of everybody in the house, so to speak, yeah. right? And we're not just talking about the women and the kids, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. But when you got it now, it's like social media doesn't help. It, it, it creates too much of 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 that 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 boiling point to where, and especially men. Not saying women don't do it, but especially men that men just start flirting 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 and that flirtatiousness turns into some dangerous disastrous shit right yeah because it's just like oh you see that old flame right in in, in eighth grade and literally you haven't really Got over that old flame, and you see them. They see you, yeah. and you're thinking like, "Well, maybe this is the person I'm supposed to be with, right?" Yeah. So it opens up a lot of doors that don't need to be opened, where compared to not having it. And I can honestly say that because there's people like you, just be like, "All right, I'm done with. I don't know where they're at." And yeah. then now, social media, you can oh, find them. Yo, where we- you been? <laughs> and it's just like boom, but you lost them for a reason. You yeah. lost them for a purpose. So I don't necessarily know what's it gonna take. I, you would think that. With history being a a proven track record to our dysfunction, that some of that would help to be more of us being more mature about how we treat each other and and loving each other more. But in the same sense, all of the recent episodes and issues, you would think that, dang, right now, all we can do as black folk is love each other. And that shit is not even happening. So I don't necessarily know what it is because even when a young person sees their parent going through like the relationship woes of not having that significant other in the household, they turn around and do the same exact thing. So it's a cycle of madness that continues to perpetuate. I don't really understand how it happens like that, but I know in a sense of when you say you love, I think people are more selfish with that love Mm -hmm. and, and they're willing to love from afar, but not really to love hands down when, um, you know, everything all falls on the ground and it doesn't matter. They don't care who sees them. I yeah. think the love nowadays is so much of a vulnerable state for our people that we don't even want to show that reflection of love because it's signs of weakness.
0: Yeah. And I agree with you because I don't know where we came up with this idea that love makes you weak. Like, it, I, I mean, I, we, got I it. It, we have it. We, we, and, and we wear that bullshit proudly. You know, the idea of, of being with somebody and being for that person. Oh, man, you, you a simp. Yeah. You a sucker. Yeah. Like, like being in love with a woman is supposed to make you less of a man. I don't know who came up with that, that, that logic.
1: Negroes seem to be more <laughs> in love with their partners than they would or with a woman. I mean, think about the songs that we have. Yeah. Like, you know, these hoes ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I love my ends. It's just kind of like, huh? <laughs> I don't even understand the situation. It's crazy, man.
0: It's crazy to me. Because, I mean, I look at, like, the, the young people growing up, and boys and girls, and young girls growing up with a mama who they've never seen live in a healthy relationship with a man. Okay. Like, we got a lot of grown women out there couldn't live with a man at gunpoint. Woo. Like, they have no idea how to even interact with a man on that intimate level. Say something. So many boys and girls growing up never seeing their parents affectionate. Like, just the idea of holding each other's hand or kissing each other or telling each other that they love them. They don't even see that. Yes. So their idea of of what relationships are
1: is, you know, sex and arguing. Yes. That's love. Like, 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 like if you're not putting your hands on me, if you're not yelling at me, if you're not acting crazy coming up, showing up to my house at 2 a.m., knocking on my door, thinking that some man's in the house or some woman's in the house. That's an example of love. That's love. That's just crazy.
0: Yeah, it's almost to the point to where dysfunctional relationships have become so much of the norm that that's
1: what people think it's supposed to look like. Bro, like, I've just thought about some of the most dysfunctional encounters I've had with women. And (laughs) the, the fact that sometimes we as men carry on the dysfunction as we really in their mind think sometimes, you know what, they really must like me. They're crazy. Ain't nothing... But craziness, there's no love, it's just craziness, you need to get checked up, checked out, and you need to check your ass up out of that whole situation, because all that does is um, it creates more mistrust, it creates more animosity, and you never, ever really get over some of the crazy things that people do to you, never.
0: Yeah, and we got to the point to where having relationships that are so full of dysfunction has kind of removed what our children look for when it comes to relationships. So with no two-parent in the household where there's not a loving environment uh, of care and concern, you got young boys who grow up not learning the significance of being a protector and a provider within the house because that's not the male's responsibility in the house.
1: They looked at it, they've learned to be runners. Yeah. Literally, run, take, and hide from your responsibility.
0: So now that being said, it's there's no uh there's no guard at the door so as it, a man's job to to protect and provide for the house that's not just you know bill paying that's the guard dog that's the one who's supposed to screen the little boys coming around looking for his daughters that's supposed to be the dude who's the first line of defense against predators coming into the house that's supposed to be the person who protects the homestead yeah and with nobody there mm-hmm. we got a community now that's just
1: exposed yes I definitely believe that it's just exposed and it's unfortunate because it doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, stopping anytime soon. If things I really believe it's gotten worse. Yeah. When you watch and you now you have when we go back I'm on social media and I don't want to make social media the culprit of, of these things. But yeah. it plays such an integral part on different things that are going on in our community because now people are more open to expose their business to get sympathy, right? They're telling stories that they should only keep in the household, right? And then when you have songs that promote, because once upon a time, there were songs that promoted love. Yeah. There was, of course, songs that promoted ignorance, but the balance off was love. Like, I remember being able to listen to uh, uh, an Ice Cube song, uh, an NWA song, you know, and just being amped up, but then being chilled out with a guy CD, a yeah. Jodeci CD, right? You know, yeah. troop. All I do is think. All I do is think of you. You know what I'm saying, yeah. brother? Get chilled out. Now you don't got
0: that. Even if you start taking, we'll take it as far as the '90s, because because I mean, we're, we're, we're straight, we're, we're straight with the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s. Yeah. we're good on that. So we'll, we'll take it. As that far was as- all was was love. Yeah, yeah. We will take it as far as the '90s because you had you the the difference. We'll take R and B music to, to to pin it down a little bit. So. The R and B songs were the guy was supposed to be more or less speaking for you. So if you was a dude who was really on the romantic side of the game, you was a flower bringer, you was rose petals, boys the men was, was covered your bases. Mm-hmm. If you were a little bit little little more edge to you, you know, Jodicey got you. If you got to the late night, you had Keith Sweat coming in. Okay. Like you you know, you had dudes I I would feel bad if Trey Song speaks for you as a kid now. Mm. Like, if Chris Brown is your voice that you hear in your head, you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. that, that we, we've, we've really slipped on, on, on our, I mean, ours and men, our responsibility of laying down that proper blueprint in the home of, of what it's supposed to look like. Yes. You know, because nice. women may set the, the standard of what they'll accept. But what's being mimicked and shown is what we do as men. Yes, sir. So these young boys are, are seeing how we behave, how we move, what we do. And, and if, that's, if that's the voice that these little young dudes is hearing in their head,
1: it's, I mean, it's going to be sad. Oh, it, it's, it's not only sad, it creates corruption. And, like, before R&B music was R&B music, yeah. it wasn't hip-hop. Where now... Hip hop is kind of switched up to be a little bit more R and B, but now R and B is exactly what hip hop is, and it's like you have your more um, of those artists. They they are speaking the love in such a sexual nature that yeah. it's not even it doesn't even come off right you know what i mean it's like it's aggressive and then at the same time you have the women speaking that same exact language so you have two aggressions you have a man's aggression and you have a woman's aggression where's like the soft side where is it time for the nurturer to come out and i don't see that
0: yeah i i'm trying to think off the top of my head uh women romantic love you know what i mean like when you think about who the, the sierra ain't, ain't giving you no <laughs> no, no, no soft perspective you know, you ain't getting that. For, you know
1: you I, know what I mean? They, they have them, bro. But you, if you're not buying a CD, you're not buying the B-side, they're not going to hear it, you know? Yeah. So, I, again, that's us waiting for what we're being spoon-fed. Yeah. So, if the media, and that's why the media plays such a part, an uh, integral part of this love that we're talking about. Why is this love separated? When you listen to the music that blacks are being promoted, uh, most of it is what? It's, it's um you know... It's disrespectful. Yeah. It's um, sexual in content, right? Yeah. And there's nothing that provides. It's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's. Uh, there's no balance to no, it? There's no, no offset. balance. no, no, no. It's, no. It's, it's sexual, a lot of partners. Yeah, promiscu- uh, promiscuous. Promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah, um, know Promiscuity. Promiscuity. They're promoting promiscuity to the point where you like, if I'm listening to this, I'm like, what do I want one girl for? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And even when dirty scumbags like R. Kelly, when we found out before we found out he was a pedophile, yeah. the wordplay was so much better that, yeah, they're talking about a lot of sex, but yeah. you didn't really know that. Yeah, you, could, you can go back. And even though when, shoot, you go back R. Kelly's
0: first, first, first album. Now for some people they think Twelve Play was now, his first album. That, that no, no. R. Kelly in the Public Announcement, his first album, where it was Slow Dance, yeah. Honey Love. Like he came out the gates on 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 the sexual stuff. But I remember hearing, you know, Slow Dance is a school dance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like you could still be is the, the innuendos being there, the, the the you know, the, the overall theme being there. But you could still there was a degree of, of of class to it, almost if you want to say. But but what I look at is, is that we've got such a disconnect, and though it's not in the music, um, if you came out if a music soul child came out now, he's a sucker. <laughs> if babyface came out now, he's Ooh, a
1: punk. That's sucker music. Yeah, he's a punk. Always sucker music, bro. Always yeah. sucker babyface music. Babyface drops in 2016, he's a punk. Nice. And you notice from their album sales. Yeah. They 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 can't. They sell to those people like us. Yeah, they
0: just tour. I mean, tore and, and, off the catalog. They
1: def- definitely tour off the catalog, drop an album here and there. Yeah, and,
0: they, ain't, they ain't worried about no new fan base. You
1: know, but they're getting those, <laughs> the older generation, us, and some of the mellow down generation after the ones listening to all the crazy shit. Yeah. It's, it's dog. It has diluted our value for love. I really believe when you cannot balance that yeah. When you can't go from yeah, I'm gonna listen to all this hard shit to where damn, you know, you really get. I mean, I remember like writing letters, yeah, and 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 bringing girls flowers. All like, that those stuff. Those things was, you know, were cool. I mean, taking girls on a long walk, and now it's like you're just trying to find out what that mouth do now. Ain't nobody trying to go on <laughs> long walks unless there's an automatic set in that is <laughs> like 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 if we're not going on to the long walk hitting that corner. Behind the trees. behind the trees, (laughs) right? We ain't just walking just for cardio. Yeah, we we definitely not walking just to look at the the, the sunset. Yeah. How
0: much sunset your ass, for real? Okay, so how much of this is... Now, granted, if the media doesn't promote it, like I said, Babyface can't drop in 2016. How much of this now... What, I mean, because the stuff that we got to say something to as the generation that's older. So it's not... I'm not talking about the 13, 14, 15. I'm talking about us in our 30s and 40s. Like... Why are we so removed? Because we didn't grow up in this era. We grew up
1: in an era that still spoke about love, but we've abandoned it. Well, because the thing about it, um, you have to look at the situation. What is being promoted to us? No, no, no. I'm talking about our generation. No, but I'm saying, again, yeah. what is being promoted to us? You got to understand, even those guys that we relied on, like the ushers, look at what they're putting out there. Make you say, oh, uh, I mean, come yeah. on it's everyone has shifted those same people i get who we listen to might have looked up to they're now on reality tv shows acting as ratchet as possible what is being shown in the black community that shows actual real love in the streets ain't no love motherfuckers are snitching on each other right in the household mom has gone dad's gone there ain't no love in the household, right? Yeah. The way we treat each other—I mean, it's, it's it's almost gone to shit. I get that,
0: and and, and I agree with you, and that's why I'm saying, saying something about the problem. In the sense of we look at we look at finished result, okay. disconnect. Yeah. You know, all these babies being born, you know, to single single parent households. Uh, because there's something about about the the, the rate we look at seventy percent roughly of, of black children born in America are born out of wedlock doesn't necessarily mean that they're That's just crazy what you what you said roughly roughly seventy percent now what that means is is that there it doesn't mean that they that they don't stay together no, we have an No, no, no just just right. to clarify yeah. for everybody because what because a lot of people take that number and they look at it all because you could be together for forty years raise up a house full of kids and grandkids and just never got married. Yeah. So that those are included also. There's yeah. a lot of there's a, there's a lot of folks that don't get married, uh, and, or when the child was born they weren't married, then they got married. You know, after their second kid been together seven years, then they got married. Yes, sir. So just to put that proper framework, because that number gets skewed. People think that don't know black parents, don't know black kids be grown to parents. <laughs> no, it just means at the time you were born, your parents weren't married. Yeah. And and so when we look at the numbers too, a lot of black women in America get married in their 40s and 50s like when you go statistically per race black women those they are the least getting married in their 20s and, and early 30s but most black women are getting married in their 40s and 50s by 50 most black women have caught up statistically okay. uh it's, it's just that we're just not getting on the front end so what that says is is that in the race that we in now our leg of the race the, these these 30s going into 40 what is it we are just like what do we got to do Mm. Because the, the, the 13, 14, 15, 16 years Will fall in love If there's models of examples yeah. Models of possibility. Yeah. But I, I mean we I just, I'm just saying something to Like I get it as a man Like just put it in the proper framework too For folks at home We are in Sacramento, California okay. A city that has a 3 to 1 Female to male ratio And because of our housing market uh, From the Bay Area Which is about roughly 80 miles from here The, the price is through the roof yeah. Like you're paying 1500 for a studio Yeah in a, in a in a bad part of town. So because of that, that influx in their rate, we got a lot of people who moved here because it's cheaper. But that raised our homosexual population. Mm. Now, why that matters is, is because you increase the pop that the homosexual population changed the female to male heterosexual population to close to four to five females to one man. Mm. So now, you know, you got more men who moved here, but they're not looking for women. So, <laughs> so it changed the, the 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 scope to now it's about almost five to one female to male in Sacramento. This just sounds crazy to me. Which is why, if you look, how many dudes in our position are looking to settle down? Not that many.
1: Like, I mean, you 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 really you, you, you you walk out in these streets, you become and, a real hot commodity. And ha- it don't have to have anything to bring to the table. Uh, what you say that th- these brothers is coming, bringing to the table nowadays and women are accepting And You said something the, funny. The, 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 basis. Yeah. All you need. Yeah. What you, the, you... this, this hurts. <laughs> I say it all the time
0: for, for like, for what dudes need. If you have a job, yeah, doesn't matter how much you make. Yeah. You're just employed somewhere. Mm. Uh, you have a car. doesn't matter how nice it is. You just have a a form of transportation. Mm. You got a place to live without roommates. Mm. doesn't matter how nice the spot is. It could be a one bedroom, be a studio as long as you got your own place to yourself. You've never been to jail and you don't have any kids. You are the upper echelon of single men in this region. That criteria alone. And if women don't believe that, oh, no, we want more than that. Now, let your girlfriend call you today Mm. and say, "I, I got this dude. Well, what about him? He got his own spot. He got a job. He got a car. He ain't got no felonies. He ain't got no babies. You're going to say, sign me up. <laughs> you ain't going to ask if he's right with Jesus. You ain't going to ask if he's good to his mama. You ain't going to ask if any of them other, what's his personality like? Yeah. Is he tall? Is he funny? Is he yeah. cared? None of that. You covered him five base things the as a man. Five base rules. Now, that's base. That puts you in the top tier. So mm-hmm. now, let's maybe, maybe you served a, a minute. Mm. So you got a felony. That's that's still you still good. Yeah. Or maybe you got one or two babies Yeah. or both.
1: Yeah.
0: Long as you're taking care of. Them. But you still got. No, 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 no. take care of. You ain't to, <laughs> come on now.
1: <laughs> How many women you know that got with a dude that got a baby that oh, he don't see? man. Don't kill our queens out like that. No, nah, nah, I got I,
0: more trust and nah, love for me. We her, man. got to say it's Roto. How many
1: women are baby mama number two, three or four? I don't understand none of that shit. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. But, Bro, I did, but I understand. But you get it. You know they out there. I get it, but I don't understand it because I would think that once you deal with one bum ass negro, how can you fall into the other bum ass negro? But then you get to the other bum ass negro, then you get to the third bum ass negro. You but, didn't figure that shit out. But,
0: but let's look at this too. We're talking about women who are young. I get it if you're 45 and in the course of your life you've had three babies by three men. You got pregnant at 17. You you then you, you settled settle down and got married and had a one with your husband at 28. Then y'all didn't work out, and then you got with a new man and had another one because he didn't have any. So you had another baby at 35. Mm-hmm. You could be 40 years old and have three kids by three men. Okay. That ain't who we talking about. Yeah. We talking about 25-year-olds. Yeah. 27-year-olds with three kids by three dudes. Mm. You know, or get with a dude who's not even 30, mm. who's got three kids by three different women. Like the bar is so low. Like the game is so messed up. Like, I I mean, just I know it's just two dudes talking right now, but how we get this back? Because we off the rails right now.
1: But but here's the thing about it. Um, We can't get anything back if one, we don't start talking about the problem. And I think that we don't specify or really react to the things that you're saying, because I mean, you was going in and I was thinking, like, damn, it's pretty, pretty sad because I think the majority never cares about the minority and the minority never cares about the majority, right? Yeah. So as long as I got mine, you know, you're going to have to figure out getting yours. Yeah, And I really do believe, just as much as you say that the women, these are the five criterias you have to have, yeah. some of those women are very picky at that because I don't think the five criterias that you're saying were that bad. I mean, what's so wrong with a brother having a, a decent job, a car, living by himself? I mean, what more do you really want? Well, I'm, I'm saying, take that base. Most women now
0: are sold on that base alone. So it's not So you're not adding in all of he, the moral It's not, if, compass he's, it's and not that. if he's nice. It's not as he's fun. It's not his personality. Yeah. It's not as none of those things. Because you think when you talk about a significant other, you want to start what's his, what's his or her heart like?
1: Yeah.
0: Like are they good people? Yeah. Are you know are they, are they are they good to be around? Are they like I'm saying none of that is even in the five criteria. Yeah. None of that's in the five bases. Yeah. Like they could just be horrible mean-spirited, abusive, like just distant, cold, just bad human beings. Yeah. But because they've got them first five bases covered, they stay in demand. Mm. They stay in rotation. Yeah. It's like a bad pop song. It's like he's like Britney Spears in 03. He's just Ooh. stay in rotation, man.
1: Or, 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 or <laughs> just and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, right? just just, just well, stay think, in rotation. I think
1: that you know, we have to be able to have better examples what actual love is. And I think that when you talk about love, we go deeper into just loving as a relationship between man and women, loving each other as men, loving each other as just women, being able to love each other as people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't think you have to necessarily um, know everybody's uh, life story to be, you know, have love for them. Yeah, right? yeah. And I think that's when we fall short from that, we try to make it like someone has to walk a hundred miles and, um, walk down a strip of a hundred like red burnt stones so a person can feel oh you know you do love me and that's when we talk about the abuse and we talk about the aggression we talk about the craziness that that's how people be like oh yeah she's down for me she loves me because a b and c wouldn't wouldn't have done this or he wouldn't have done this right okay so we go into the fact of where do we go if we don't set up these examples we're never going to be able to um get to the point where we need to be if we don't ever um, talk about what the problem is and what's ailing and why are we not loving each other like we're supposed to. And it goes deeper than just a relationship between men and women. It's just me love you. Yeah. Like I find it that ironic that there's a lot of men that I could know they have love for their brother, so-called, yeah. but then the love that they have, it's so dysfunctional because it's like you love him so much that you'll kill for him. You go to jail for him, yeah. and that's like that does nothing for anybody. Yeah. Like I love my squad, like you love your squad, but your squad are a bunch of terrorists, right, yeah. on, on the streets. Compared to, I love you enough to say, bro, that's not a good love. I'm
0: gonna stop you from doing. Yeah, I'm like, stop like you from the love that we have
1: just- is 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 so deranged where we love each other to be. I, I'm finna go get that because he hit my hitter. I'm gonna hit his hitter, right? Yeah, and we need to be in the love of Nah, bro. You don't need to go that I far. I love you enough to stop to yeah. save you from your No, sale. sister, you don't need to go sell that. You don't need to be doing that. Go, get off these streets. Yeah. It's almost kind of like our love is a selfish kind of love. It's not unconditional.
0: Okay, so I agree with you. And, and so something that, that, that jumped out when you were saying that is, is something that, that I personally noticed in it, and that we had a, and i mean, – I'm even going to call it a problem. I'm not going to attach a judgment to it. It's just something that we do. We equate our lives and give validity to our struggle. Like, we don't look at uh, accomplishments by, like, success. We look at how much bull we went through. Huh. Like, if somebody sits there and says, oh, me and so-and-so, we've been together, we in love, we just laugh and joke, and we don't fight or argue.
1: That's not enough. That No, it's like, oh, you ain't been through nothing yet. Yeah, yeah, yet. But then, yeah
0: <laughs> hey, Oh, yeah. wait till it gets it, bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You okay. know, uh, you, you have, have
1: been, this. It's like we equate love with what kind of struggle did you yeah, go we, we, to get past we give validity.
0: Right? If you sat there and said, uh, my parents were together— we grew up in a middle class area. Went to college. Um, you know, married the college sweetheart. We had a couple babies. They'll sit and say, "You ain't been through nothing. Yeah, you ain't lived. Yeah, you don't know what it's like. You ain't been there. <laughs> Like you, like unless you've been through hell, you don't get any. We don't. We don't give validity or or or, or, or praise or or good attachment to good things. Mm-hmm. We look. We have like the word you deranged. We have such a deranged and distorted view. Oh. Of what we give value to, yeah. like uh, 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 that's what we do dudes all the time on the yeah. streets. That dude who who walked the straight and narrow, yeah. the square bear. Oh, he gets no love. He gets no love because he ain't done nothing. That's
1: it. You ain't never been in no like, fight. Like what exactly kind of man that. are you? If you ain't been <laughs> yeah, in no like, fight. D- like I mean, you ain't never been to jail. You not being the j- going to jail is kind of like oh man, that ain't you're not a real. You're not yeah. one of the real ones.
0: You ain't real because you got good Jesus grades in school. Christ, you watch the straight and narrow, and that becomes <laughs> the problem, bro.
1: <laughs> we cannot. uh um, attach love and dysfunction all at the same things dysfunction is dysfunction so if i have to be dysfunctional for you to love me that's crazy exactly okay i shouldn't have to go through a struggle like what is it what's the comment saying that um love is not pain where in turn that we really feel that pain is love yeah and this is so kind of This is a a tattoo sentence that we've had in our black community where we honestly feel that if we are not being hurt, if we're not going through something, if we're not struggling in some type of aspect, that the love is there. Like, you don't care about me. Like, I go to jail and you're not writing me, so that means you don't love me. Yeah. I just don't write motherfuckers that go to jail. That don't mean I don't love you. Right? Yeah. You were not there for me when uh, so-and-so said these different things to me. Well, motherfucker, you never should have poked a bear, and they wouldn't have said nothing to you. Our examples of love are just fucking crazy. Man. And then
0: and, – and I know we use the phrase unconditional love, and, it, and typically when we attach that, it's to your love for your children. Like regardless of what your children are or aren't, you love them. But you got to love to
1: okay, – got to be a love to a certain extent. Okay, but okay. But, I, but I'm saying
0: t- take – remove that one example I believe every other form of love is conditional hmm. and it should be. If you get into a romantic relationship with somebody, men and women, or whatever else you'll get down is, you get into a romantic relationship, there should be conditions based upon that love. Because if you're saying you don't love me unconditionally, yeah, lying to me, honesty is a condition. Being yeah. trustworthy is a condition. Cool. Being faithful is a condition. Be it like, like, I'm not just going to love you. If you cheat on me, lie to me, steal from me, treat me wrong, I'm not just going to keep loving you. And you shouldn't. Yeah. So I, I think we need to get away from that sort of stuff because we, we say those things. Well, if you you know what is that? What's I, that horrible hoe quote? Um, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. That stupid philosophy that a lot of women attach themselves to. I hate that. That Marilyn story. Monroe Ho quote. Uh, and, and let me just sidebar for some of you ladies out there. If you ever speak that phrase out your mouth, just draw your hand out. Hold it extended as far as you possibly can. Look at your hand like you're trying to tell your own future. Draw back as far as you can and slap yourself silly, because that is a horrible phrase that you should never, ever spout out of your mouth. And real quick, why? If you say that somebody can't handle you at your worst, that they don't deserve you at your best, that means if I'm not willing or someone's not willing to deal with your erratic behavior, your emotional mood swings, your being unloving, untrusting, unfaithful, you being the most horrific side of your personality and being that you can possibly be, if someone's not willing to deal with you being violent, being abusive, being hurtful and harmful, they don't deserve your love. Your your compassion, your empathy, or your support—that is the most retarded thinking on the planet. Mm. So abandon that philosophy if you have it. And a lot of people have that philosophy. A lot of people do. You you should not have to be victim to somebody's worst sides of them nah. in order to 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 feel the but love of what they can the be. that is the
1: love that people draw to
0: now? I get that. That's what we saying something about it. because too many. I've heard too many women sit there and say like. You know, you should be able to take the full brunt of how horrible a human being can be <laughs> to experience how, all the love they have to give. How,
1: like, I don't have time in a day yeah. to honestly, and this is no, no knock on nobody, to, like, deal with your daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? Where it affects us, affects me. Because if you're not willing to talk, get therapy, really to work through that shit, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And, 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 like... A lot of us have those moments where we have daddy issues, we have mommy issues. Like some worlds will say, Well, because you haven't had your mom, this is the reason why I said you know what? There might have been a season of that, but it's not now. Why I I may not be able to deal with you is one because I'm too busy, two, because I don't really feel that we really match the way we're supposed to match, and three, that it's not that serious, and I don't feel like myself when you move from a relationship and you're trying to find yourself at the moment, sometimes relationships are hindrance and they hold you back from what you got to do i don't want anybody calling me talking about i gotta be home or where you're at if i want to sit here and do 10 different podcasts with my partner i'm gonna do that yeah without having to deal with the the conversation or the text messages or the knocking at the office door
0: but i think that speaks more to the relationship you're in and the mate that you have because if you say I that I don't know bro I no, no, think no, there's a why. lot of women No, no, no but here's why yeah, okay, here's here well. why because if if the mate that you have recognizes who she's with or he's with cuz okay. this is this is cuz women go through that too there's some like, I got to work some overtime and dudes showing up at the job like who are you over here doing overtime with <laughs> like it, 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 that's real so it it goes both ways so if the mate that you have does not recognize your vision what you're trying to do the right. the big picture of what you're working on A, look at are you being open and transparent about what you're doing? Because sometimes we get focused on the job, but we don't communicate what it is that we're trying to do. So the other person doesn't know. Or B, did you find somebody that just don't really have your back like that? Like they care more about, you know, I need you here home at nine o'clock just because I need you home at nine versus you saying I got to work till 10 so we can we can put this down payment on this house. Yeah. Like I, I need you to understand what I'm trying to do and is that communication not not going on. But I, I think that we we have such a such a huge disconnect when it comes to a lot of this stuff.
1: I mean we have to look at it we have such a huge disconnect, but the root of it first. I think we have to recognize that always. Okay. And then at the same time, we haven't had the proper examples. We need more uh movies like Love and Basketball and Love Jones to come back, like seriously. Yeah. Not the 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 new Morris Chestnut movie coming out oh, yeah. that you know, or uh, the other Morris Chestnut movie coming that came <laughs> out, Perfect Guy, that is like a strangled kind of you know, it's good stuff. I didn't it's see good it. stuff, I, you know, but it's someone's basic thing: surrogate woman, surrogate mother. They can't have a child. The surrogate mother goes crazy and, you know, I don't know how it ends. Like on some Hand of Rocks the Cradle type yeah, stuff? Yeah, kind of that, that kind of hoopla. But at the same time, I get it and I love it because it's a black film, so support that. But we need more of that hardcore, this is love, beautiful love and and uh, a nurturing love and um, with a little bit of dysfunction because it may need that, but it's not ends in dysfunction. It ends in the proper content and it's okay for us to be in love. And I think that we follow behind so many of these celebrities to follow, find what we're looking for. But yeah. you know it's sad when you have people that are celebrities and you have like a person like Mary J. Blige who now her and her husband are being getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah. He's going after her pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all these different things continue the the, the the distrust trail going on because we don't have the proper content nor the examples to say, well, this is what love looks like, especially if it's not in the household. There is no such thing as a 10, 20 year, 40 year relationship. God forbid that someone has it. All I know, a lot of the relationships. Yeah. And if this is what relationships occur with is dysfunction. I know people that have been together uh, uh, left together and run around slept with other people came back together outside kids you. oh yeah like stuff, come on yeah. man that's not like somehow some way that's a foundation that's been built on eventually it's gonna crumble
0: I get that and something that we spoke about before we started we were talking about a different subject and, and I kind of talk about how I try to do things is I try to live intentionally and so whatever it is that I do I, I if I'm doing it I wanna do it and I think that we don't intentionally get into relationships I don't think that we intentionally love each other. I think we got with somebody who was cool for a minute, and now after so much time served, we just together. But but the goal is not to—I'm not waking up every day thinking, how can I make this relationship better? <laughs> I'm not waking up every day thinking, how can I make her life, make his life whole? What, can I, what pieces can we bring together to cement this foundation, this union? What can we do to raise these kids better? Like, intentionally being together. Do you live by yourself? I live by myself, yes. Do you like it? Yes. Why? Uh, just it's, There's a lot of freedom to live by yourself. <laughs> but you I go. have lived with... with, with okay, I have too. Yeah. And ask me the question. Are you living alone now? Love it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the better question would be is what was it like living with somebody? What I just told you. Well, no, but I mean... I, I felt
1: mean, like I had a, a guard dog or a freaking probation officer, parole officer. Okay. So and and the thing about... And the thing about it with me, and maybe I've um, let that scent be the reason because of things that I might have done, whatever. But at the same time, like when people like myself who can operate by themselves, they don't want to hear anything from a person that needs um, someone there. 24 hours, and maybe it might be different when I get older, but in the moment that I am in the career that I have, in the, in the path that I'm at it just makes it a lot more difficult when okay. you have someone that's not on the same page same level,
0: I, I get that, my experience was that I, what I try to work on a better I always consider myself a work in progress so I'm not a finished, finished job and part of it was I wasn't transparent so I knew what I wanted to do in my head, but I didn't communicate that well so when you have somebody, especially living in the same house and you're just kind of operating on your own schedule <laughs> and you're not you you can I can communicate my frustrations like I need to be alone for a minute. But I didn't express what I was trying to do, why I needed to be alone and when I would be available to to have that free time. I was just like I was just giving off irritation. I was giving off frustration. I communicated my frustrations, not my words or information. And that's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's cancerous oh, in, cancer.
1: in a relationship. It burns our relationship up. Yeah.
0: So, those I could take the responsibility for my, for my faults when it came to that. Bottom line,
1: at the tail end, we have to find a, a balance. We have to really be intentional about how we show love and how we give love and be acceptance of love because that's another problem that we have. We are not open to when someone is loving us. Exactly. So, it's we don't, don't, run from, don't run from love, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think that these are things that need to be addressed, that the basis of love within the community, uh, as well as our household, they they, they go together and that having the, the, the ability to be open to love as well as to receive love is what will start off with your significant other. It'll work into your children, life with your siblings, into your family. And when you can find that degree of love and compassion and communication through your family, you'll begin to have it for your neighbor. You'll begin to have it throughout your community. That's how you practice economics together. That's how you strengthen the ties through the education system. That's what builds a strong community. And you have less outsiders that offset those things. So that foundation for love is so important. And that's just something that we feel that we need to say something about.
1: Say something. Say something.
0: So, this is another installment of the Say Something podcast. I'm Jermaine Morris, I always bringing real life without the sweeteners here with Barry
1: Axius. You already know Barry Axius on Facebook, Barry Axius on Twitter, at Team Voy on Instagram. Holla at me. See?
0: Look at him saying something. And so, uh, mine is everything is at J. Morris, CEO. Throw that out there, too.
1: Most definitely.
0: And uh, if you got something that you want to say something about, if you see the link up on Facebook, see it up on SoundCloud, feel free to leave comments. Talk about stuff that maybe uh, you enjoy about the show or maybe subjects that you'd like us to say something about. And until next show, we'll uh, holler at you later. Yes, sir.